Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you, you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the Chronicles of Three Tales Max. Remember, it's not my fault. I don't know if you've ever had a father that works second shift or not. Or anybody, not just a father, but a person who works second shift. Uh, in our family, we called it 3 to 11, but I don't think it was that. It was like more like 4 to 11.30 or something like that. I don't know what it was, but anyways, Dad always called it 3 to 11. Second shift. So you have your first daylight shift, you know, they're done, and then this next crew comes in, and that's the way my father worked for uh, the employer. And so I, you know, obviously didn't see him much whenever I was in school. I uh, would come home sometimes, and if he was running a little bit late, I would see him there. You know, Mom would have had supper ready for him, or a meal. I don't know if it was supper, maybe lunch, um, ready for him. And I would see him maybe 10 minutes at the most, because if, he, if I saw him when I got off the school bus, he was really late, okay? And, you know, I would just get to see him on the weekends. Well, you know, that's a bit of an issue, too, you know, because Dad uh, always had a second job or uh, three jobs, uh, he owned his own business, the LP gas business. So on the weekends, we would go and, you know, take care of the gas business, the LP gas business. Uh, you know, he just was trying to provide for his family. Uh, one time he had taken a loan out from his parents to buy our house. I don't know why he did that, but probably because they weren't charging him interest. Uh, this was way back when, you know, maybe in the 60s. And... My dad decided in order to pay this this uh, loan, he would start to dig graves. Kind of a weird job, isn't it? Um, he'd take a shovel and you know, digging iron, if you know what that is. But anyways, this this is more about my father and I hunting than it is about his jobs. You know, he's a grave digger, he LP gas man, and he worked for a trucking company, he owned a trucking company at one time, lots and lots of stuff. Well, on top of all this, you know, he decided that uh, he could make a pretty good uh, side job uh, by raising and selling rabbits. So he would time this so the rabbits would be... Uh, ready, you know, the, the, the tiny rabbits, the tiny bunnies would be ready to go for Easter. You know, the week of Easter, the week before Easter, these rabbits would be old enough to take off, uh, wean off their mother and be able to sustain life on their own. My father had, we had several uh, rabbits, you know, they called them does and bucks, man, man and woman. Uh, my dad would breed them. They're not like a puppy mill, but, you know, dad would breed them once in a while so that we would have rabbits, small bunnies at Easter time. Well, this is you know, this is the way my dad was. You know, he, you know, at one point in time, we had rabbits and, and beehives and a pig. And the pig had piglets and 13 or 14 piglets. Oh, man, you talk about after-school nightmare. When the, when the hog got out, you know, because we had him, dad had him fenced in a temporary fence uh, because we were going to, you know, not keep him that long. You know, the hog would just punch through the fence and, you know, me and my buddies get off the school bus, we go hunting this pig and we'd be slapping it with a stick trying to get it home. Yeah, fun times, fun times, right? Uh, but 
So the, the whole problem probably really exists because of this rabbit population. Uh, my father at one time had these rabbits inside of our garage. Now, our garage was not attached to our house. Uh, it was off, but it was, uh, it was a nine-car garage, if you can imagine that. And it was, you know, it was big because my, my uh, father owned a trucking company at one time. And they would take tractor and trailers in there and, 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 and work on them. Well, so he would come home at night now and then after the trucking company and he would uh, see these rabbits in the pen. Well, sometimes there was like a weasel, not like a, it was a weasel that got into the pen and the rabbits didn't like that. They had no way to, to get away from the weasel and, you know, dad's like, this isn't right. So he decided he was going to shoot the weasel. Well, he was telling mom this. Mom's like, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing, talking about shooting a weasel in the garage? Why don't you take care of business here in the house? And Dad's like, what are you talking about? You know, she's like, we got we got mice in the house for those, you know, from all of the animals and the food and the you know whatever. Um, you know, we have four or five mice in this house. And Dad's like, oh no, you know, what's what's a little mouse? You know, we'll get a black snake, you know, or whatever. Um, so. Um, you know, mom would stay on him and dad would still complain about this weasel would come from time to time and just, you know, terrorize our rabbits. And so, um, I guess dad had had enough of it. Okay. Because he started to come home at midnight. Actually, he got home like between 11 and 12 midnight. Um, boy, you think I remember that? I lived it, but I can't remember it. Anyways, he, um. We came home at midnight, and he would—he actually saw this mouse, a mouse, once or twice. So it was probably a Friday night, I don't know. Uh, but I was up when Dad came home. I was still awake. Uh, when Dad came home from, from working, his second shift job, and Dad saw the, this mouse, little house mouse, right? Now, well, you know, the reason I was up is because and when my dad used to come home from second shift and he just need to wind down. Imagine, no matter what time of day it is, when you stopped working and you came home, could you immediately go to bed? And that's the way my father was. He, he couldn't do it. So he would stay up and prowl around and that kind of stuff. And Because he had to get up the next morning and either go to his own job, his own business, or go back to work for, for this company. Uh, and so, like I said, dad, dad saw this mouse. It's probably Friday night. I don't know. And, and you know, evidently mom had been pressuring him, you know, enough to, to, to take care of business on this mouse. Um, and dad's like, you know, why don't you, I, you know, I don't know why he just didn't set a trap, right? Like a mouse trap, like everybody else. But no, that's not my dad. Nope, that's not my dad. So he proceeds to the gun safe and gets out a twenty-two rifle. Now... I don't know if anybody knows um, what a 22 rifle looks like or how it reacts or not, but you know, I'm going to leave that up to you to understand about uh, this weapon. It's really, it's not very much of a weapon. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. All guns are weapons, and they, if not treated properly, they can uh, ensue a lot of damage. So, you know, Dad decided that he's going to wait for this mouse to come out, and he's going to shoot it. Right. Now we're talking about on in the center of our kitchen floor. You know, I have wood floors has a you know the old linoleum if you know what that is, uh, covering. It wasn't real you know high end, but it was at least covering the floors. 
Um, so we, Dad sat in another room with the, the rifle, twenty-two, and he actually was laying down in a prone position, looking out into the out into the kitchen. Well, time passed, and you know, Dad decided, well, you know, the mouse isn't coming out; it needs to have bait. So I don't know. He put something, peanut butter or cheese or a piece of apple. I don't know what it was. But he put something out in the floor where he wanted it to go. Because he's, you know, he's thinking about when he hunts, you know, I want to be able to, to shoot in this direction or whatever, and, and, you know, to, uh, to have a good shot at whatever you're trying to shoot at. And so he put this bait out. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I remember him doing it because that's when I started to get involved. I'm like, Dad, what's going on? You know, Dad's like, oh, I'm going to shoot this because I saw him with this, this 22 rifle. What are you going to do? What's going on? He's like, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to shoot this mouse, and your know, mom's going to quit complaining. Now, my brother and my mother are still asleep in the house, okay? Remember that. I'm up. You know, my dad's up, just come home from work. You know, I got my jammies on, and dad's still in his work clothes. You know, he had a, a bit of a dirty job, and, you know, he's, his work clothes were, you know, greasy, that kind of stuff. Um, so it was, it was a bonding moment. I remember it vividly today. Uh, he was laying down. It was actually so happened to be in our in our living room, and I was I would lay right beside. I laid right beside him. You know, I wanted to learn how to hunt. Okay, I my family grew up hunting. All right, that was a big thing. That's what you did when you got, became twelve years old. You were legally allowed to carry a rifle or a weapon or a bow and arrow, or whatever, and go hunting with a, an adult supervised, obviously. And, and that's what, what, what we live for as kids in this town. We wanted to go hunting. So we're laying there on the floor, you know, and he's, he's you know, saying, no, you got to be quiet. you got to be quiet. And I'm twitching and jumping and fidgeting around because I'm a kid. I'm not 12. I don't remember how old it was, but I wasn't 12. I probably was like six or eight. Uh, and I, you know, jumping around. Dad's like, no, 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 man. If you want to learn how to hunt... This is what you do. Like, imagine yourself up in a tree stand, right? And you're waiting for you know, a big white-tailed buck to come in front of you. Well, if that buck hears you, then you're not going to come there. He says, now that's the same way with this mouse. You know, if that mouse hears you, you're not going to come out, right? Well, okay, but there's a little bit flawed about that. At least where I live now and where I live then, you're not allowed to put bait out to bring an animal into an area to shoot it. But I guess that didn't bother my dad too much when it came to a mouse. So there we are. He's laying down. I'm laying down beside him. And we're looking, you know. You know, I, I, I wished I had a set of binoculars, you know. <laughs> you know whatever. It was, just, it was just a very memorable time. It's late at night. You know, it's real quiet out. And all of a sudden, you know, kind of hear this little mouse. It just, it's, you could hear like his footsteps on the linoleum. Couldn't see him, you know. I'm walking around, and, and Dad looks at me and you know sh- doesn't say anything. Just puts his finger up to his mouth, you know. And so we're laying there, we're anticipating this mouse to come out, you know. And we are just all you know waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden we see it, you know. We see it, but it's not in the right place where Dad can shoot it. It's like a chair leg or something. I don't know what it was was blocking his shot. So he had to wait. He had to wait. He's hoping that the mouse comes for the bait. And I'm laying there, I'm watching with him, you know. And pretty soon I see, you know, Dad has has the gun. Obviously, it's iron sights, you know. The, if you, you know, it's not not a big deal, but it's iron sights. And uh, my dad shoots, 
Right? Now, a couple of things to think about here. It's 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. You're asleep and you hear a gunshot go off. If you have never been inside of a building without ear protection, you have no idea what this sounds like. It's, uh, it's, it's very loud. It echoes around. Uh, it, it was a 22, okay? So it wasn't like a huge caliber weapon. It didn't have a, a, a lot of explosive power. Uh, but still, it was a lot louder than if you were to shoot it outside. Well, as soon as Dad, you know, pulls the trigger, boom, it actually kills the mouse, right? Right in the middle of the living room floor. And, you know, the bedroom lights come on. Here comes Mom. Here comes my brother. Now, I, my brother's four years younger than me, so he's not, you know, he's just walking probably. I don't even know if he's talking. They're coming out. What's going on? What's going on? You know, is there a you know, burglar in here? What's what? Why are you shooting inside the house? And and I was like, Mom, Mom, look, you know, we shot a mouse. And she's like, what? And, and my dad's my dad was a very quiet man. He never said too much. And uh, so my mom looked and said, what are you talking about? And he said, yeah. He said, I shot a mouse. He said, I took care of this for you. Mom was like, why did you shoot it, right? You put bait out for it. She could see the bait. It was laying right beside the bait. It's like, I, I, you know, why, why didn't you just put the bait on a trap and wait for it to come out and you take care of it? You know, that way, like a normal man would do, like a normal husband would do. Well, nothing normal about my family. So after, you know, Dad shoots this mouse and, and, and uh, the the family comes out and they're doing whatever. I mean, the mouse is still laying there, dead in the floor. Uh, so we're out there, you know, just as you would do if you were in a hunting party. You would go to the game that you, you had uh, killed, you know, or had shot. You know, so we're going up and looking at that and seeing where he shot him, you know, what was going on, how did it look, you know. Was it in pain? Did it need to, you know, you know, was it still alive? Did he need to, 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 to make sure it was dead? Um, you know, it was just kind of strange right i can remember doing that uh so finally dad's like all right max grab that mouse throw it away take it out and throw it in the garbage so i pick it up and as i pick it up i look and see there's a hole in the floor right so my dad has shot this mouse and the mouse was either laying beside or on top of this hole now a 22 caliber is maybe the diameter of a lead pencil, probably not even that size. It's, it's 0.22 millimeters, okay? I think that's how they are measure. But anyways, the point, the 22 stands for something about the, the, the size of the ammunition and the size of the weapon. It's very small, very light load. You know, he's probably shooting shorts. I, I'm not sure. I don't know why he wasn't shooting fine shot. I have no idea. We were probably close enough to kill it with fine shot um, or snake shot, whatever you want to call it. Some, some people call them hot shots. Uh, yeah, it just... It just was weird, okay? It was memorable. Yes, I wanted to go hunting. Yes, I would, in my mind, I was hunting with my father. Yes, my father killed a piece of game. It was a mouse. And for eternity, for the rest of my life, until the day that my mom, my dad passed away, my mom sold the house, there was this hole in the kitchen floor. Now, I didn't think about it until right now. I don't know where the, the bullet actually was. I wonder if the hole went all the way through the kitchen floor or if it was stuck in the hardwood flooring. There was hardwood floors on my mom and dad's house underneath the linoleum. Um, 
I don't know where that bullet lodged. I mean, if it was if it was in the hardwood flooring, I should have dug it out, you know, kept it as a memento. But um, you know, come home to see the see my mom and dad. That's where house I grew up. I'd come home and look, and I'd see this hole in the floor, and I would think very fondly. Yeah. Great memories of my dad. I would not advise anybody to do this today. It's a a very unsafe thing to do. The uh, bullet could have ricocheted off of the off of the floor. Uh, it could have hit something, something or someone. Uh, we didn't have ear protection on. My ears were ringing for a while because I was laying right beside the the, the rifles um, back by the magazine. Uh, and yeah, you know, it just wasn't the right thing to do. But it left me with a great memory of my mom, of my dad, of hunting. My very first hunting trip, I would guess, I would, I would say. I, I guess you could call it my very first hunting trip with my father. An odd one, but a memorable one. This is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a little something about me and my life. And remember, it's not my fault.